0: liamwilliams.com.au forward slash store Welcome to another episode of Proud Baiters Anonymous. This is the next of our beta profile interview series. I had a chat with London Bait Bro about his new experiences of getting into the beta lifestyle. I hope you all enjoy the chat. If you'd like to have a chat about your beta life, then the links to get in touch and complete the survey and contribute to my upcoming beta profile book are in the episode description below. But for now, enjoy my interview with London Bait Bro. Okay, so London Bait Bro, welcome to Proud Baiters Anonymous.
1: Hi, good morning. Uh, Thank you so much for having me. No problem. Thank you for
0: coming on. So London Bait Bro, you got involved uh, by way of my beta book survey through I I guess the link in an episode description of the podcast and now you're on the podcast as an interviewee. What was it that made you click that link and want to get involved in the book and podcast project?
1: I am really new to the whole Beta scene, the idea of baiting obviously been a lifelong masturbator, but yeah, um, baiting itself quite a new concept to me. So, I actually found the podcast first because I really enjoy listening to podcasts. Thought there must be something for people like me, then found the Facebook group and found it through the Facebook group. And I thought, I this is something I'm so interested in, something it would be really great to contribute to. So, that's how I found it so and here i am now which is very exciting
0: yeah fantastic so can i ask you said you've been a lifelong uh masturbator how old are you now
1: i'm 29 almost 30
0: Uh, and how old were you when you first started masturbating
1: i was 12 or 13 i think quite a okay.
0: typical age, I would think. Yeah. Yeah. From, from the survey results, that seems to be kind of in the middle of the bell curve along with me. So as fairly being fairly new to this beta scene, what, I guess there's a few different terms that betas used and I had an episode on it recently, but which of them, what term do you think you would most identify with, uh, in your newfound little part of the lifestyle? Would you consider yourself uh, a beta or a solo sexual, autosexual, what kind of, what do
1: you think in there? I think at the moment I'm going for beta. I'm comfortable with that. Um, I'm sort of unpacking what that means. It's been so great listening to the podcast and listening to how people feel about terms like solo sexual, sexual. autosexual. But I think I need to do a bit more sort of I just need to explore everything so much more. And then once I've done that, I can decide if I want any different terms, anything else that feeds into how I feel. But beta is good for the moment, I think. Yeah,
0: great. So as someone that's newly kind of entering into the beta thing, what does being a beta mean to
1: you kind of at this stage? For me, it means giving yourself the time to respect your body and respect your needs. And the the thing that resonates with me always is it being like a meditative practice, something that you can do to center yourself, enjoy your pleasure, enjoy your body. Um, and also it's been amazing. I think there's such an amazing community um, People have been so welcoming that really aren't entry requirements. Basically, you need a penis and you need to like masturbation and that's it. Yeah. Um, yep. So I, for me, that's a really big part of it is just a really warm community. And it d- doesn't matter if you're straight. It doesn't matter if you're gay. Um, that's what I say it means for me.
0: Excellent. Yeah, I, I, found, I found the community before I started the Facebook group. Uh, to be really good but the the little group one it's not that little we're almost at 600 now group that we've got on on Facebook has been really great and it's, it's quite mixed uh, but quite welcoming uh, and it's good to get that variety. you know some people have been committed betas or solo sexuals for years and then there are those people like you who are discovering the joys of it a little bit deeper than they had before.
1: Yeah absolutely and I think credit where credit's due as well I think that you do a fantastic job of managing that space and making sure that I think particularly cis straight men who are in that space often it's very easy to forget them and say people go oh well you know this is a gay space or this is this kind of space but it's really important that everyone feels welcome in that space so i think you do a fantastic job of ensuring that
0: thank you thank you so we'll keep going down the track of your newness i guess how how new would you say being a beta is for you
1: uh we're talking about months rather than years at this point Yeah, Um, right. So it it is really very new, but I'm throwing myself into it with uh, um, enthusiasm.
0: Excellent. Can I ask what led to the change?
1: I think it came from, you know, the, the normal sort of routine of masturbation, which was before was sort of maybe one or two a day, generally quite quick now i realize not very fulfilling um and looking at porn online and i kind of found gooning and gooner stuff and i was like i don't i don't quite understand what this is about first and then following that rabbit hole as it were i sort of found bait world um and i found this whole concept um i then found a couple of guys I was just on Grinder. I found a guy who um had a little tag and said oh I'm a beta," and I was like oh well, let's see what this means and we started talking and we ended up meeting up and basing together and just yeah had a really good time so that sort of got my interest and from there it's been a an online journey of discovery which is sort of being supported with uh meeting more guys or you know, lining up guys in the local area to sort of have a session with. So it's all very exciting.
0: Well, yeah, it certainly sounds like you've very quickly gotten into the buddy baiting as well as the the longer solo sessions.
1: Mm, Absolutely.
0: Do you feel yourself leaning now a little bit more towards the masturbation as your preferred sexual act over other
1: things? For me masturbation is still part of the whole uh, of my sexual expression so I still do have um, other types of sex. Um, I think that masturbation has sort of changed as now like a, it's becoming more like a social thing, it's becoming more like a connection thing, it's uh, even, you know, even the solo sessions are becoming more about a connection thing with my body so they're Taking on more meaning, the balance hasn't quite shifted yet, but um, I don't know. Interview me again in a year, and we will see. <laughs> yeah, we
0: might. Yeah, we'll have to check back, check back in, and see where you're at. I think I like the idea that you've elevated baiting without kind of sacrificing other things that you enjoy. I think a lot of time there's a perception out there that it's one or the other that You're either have a lot of partnered sex and, Mm. you know, just wank as a backup, or you're a solo sexual who doesn't get into partnered stuff. But I think there's a lot of us, and I put myself in the same category as you've just kind of put yourself as someone who acknowledges how good masturbation is without detracting from other types of sexual activity.
1: Yeah, for sure. And I think that everyone wants our world to be very black and white. People want to be very extreme on the Internet and say, well, this is right and this is wrong. You're cancelled. You're we stan you, whatever. And life isn't like that. And it's the same with sex and sexuality. Rather than deciding that we have to choose exactly one box and be either a solo sexual, a masturbator, Beta, whatever, um, or someone who is sexually active with partners—it's just not—it's not conducive to a happy world. Let just let people be.
0: <laughs> yes, and we can be kind of all manner of combinations and spots in between those two extremes. And even in the the few guys that I've chatted to so far for the podcast, and those that have kind of filled out the online survey, I'm finding that huge range already. Hmm. Going back, so being a, a baiter is months old for you, going back to probably your younger, not young, young, but younger days, what would a usual bait session be like for you, say in your early 20s or so, a few years ago, before you
1: got deeper? In my early 20s, I would say it's not changed a lot for quite a long time. So it would normally be either a quick one in the morning, um, probably in bed. Normally I'd wake up with hard-on and go, right, well, this is the perfect time to do this. Yes. Um, or at the end of the day, I mean, sometimes I'd sneak in one maybe just after work, often... Obviously, it's a great way to de stress. Um, I am, you know, you get get in through the door, you get in through your bedroom door, you close, close your up. bedroom door, and you're like, well, there, there really is only one thing that I want to do right now. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Looking back, the, the way you've just described it, then is that you always were keen uh to have a wank and you were always kind of oh well now is the perfect opportunity and I think you mentioned three times during the one day that's the perfect opportunity looking back now do you think you always lent a little bit more towards the the baiting stuff and now you've just
1: discovered how deep it can go I I think there's probably an aspect of truth to that i think if you had asked me a year ago i would have probably lent into thinking of it as that as i think you discussed on the podcast and as we've said just now that sort of sad second place you know you should be having partnered sex you should be doing this oh it's shameful to be masturbating so much um so it it is a real it's a wonderful revelation to realize that actually it's It's been part of my self-care, basically. Um, it's something I enjoy and it's something that I've always enjoyed. And so why should I not enjoy it and take the time to do it?
0: That, I think, I, I think outside of our little beta community that we've got going, I think there's so many guys that if they had that realisation that it would be Potentially life changing, um, you know, to to go from shameful little quick ones, um, and kind of suppressing almost the desire to jerk off or to wank, um, and fully embracing it. I think that's a huge change that a lot of guys don't realise that they want to make.
1: No, I completely agree, and as for, for me the journey has been I did not realize how unfulfilling I was finding it to um you know get myself hard really quickly and basically have a really quick fap as it were and then come but it it's, was just like going through the motions and yep. it wasn't I wasn't realizing the pleasure that I was experiencing or the pleasure I could experience so I completely agree. And I think that shame is just something we need to do away with completely. Um it, it just in society. It's the because it's based on, you know, other people's perception or you what you think about other people's perception of how you behave. It is such a social emotion and it's, it's how people control each other. And we don't need to control each other. Just be a decent person, enjoy yourself and fucking bait (laughs) (laughs) that's it i might make
0: that the whole tagline of the podcast now just isolate that and you can be (laughs) featured in the little intro
1: (laughs) great thank you the other one i thought of was bait and let bait but you know you can use that another time (laughs) or
0: the uh the good british way we can make the t-shirts keep calm and bait
1: on Absolutely. I love it. I can see a whole line of merchandise. We're going to sell them online. We're going to sell them on Twitter, on TikTok. We're going to get the Gen Z involved and they don't even know that they need to bait, but they're going to learn.
0: They're going to learn uh, and they'll, they'll bring in the new generation of shameless masturbators.
1: Oh, exactly.
0: Sounds great. So from then till now, how does a bait session look
1: different these days, uh, for one, definitely much longer. Before would be fifteen minutes, twenty minutes would probably be about maximum because it's about getting to the money shot, right?
0: Yeah.
1: Um, now, definitely much longer. I would be <laughs> the other day. I went for a short bait and ended up being easily 45 minutes to an hour um, yeah. and not not thinking gosh this is a really long time um, i do definitely have to plan it into my day better now because as we all do i have things to do and i think okay if i'm actually going to do this i have to i'm going to commit to doing it um, so i need at least an hour so that i can enjoy it um I love
0: this. I love the scheduling, um, and I'm going to talk to a lot, uh, a lot about it. I might do a whole episode about it actually, because I, like we were talking about before, I started recording. I'm pretty entrepreneurial, and I think I've got five or six projects on the go at the moment. So my Google Calendar is chock a block, and the one thing I haven't put in for fear of. It becoming a, somehow publicly accessible is my bait sessions, but mentally, I know when I look at the calendar, um, I can see work is up till four o'clock, and then five thirty is the gym, and oh, that little blank space—that's definitely a bait space.
1: Oh my gosh! Wait, so are we are we in your bait time now?
0: Uh, we are, but this is baiting related,
1: so uh, it's yeah. worth it. Great yeah and it's one I think that's why the podcast is really great because it just gives that space for discussing it thinking about it and even obviously when I'm not actually baiting you know with my penis it's really nice to be able to listen to a podcast and relax and just hear other people's experiences hear how they feel and just have those revelations it's been really great
0: yeah, it has been. Thank you. It's been it's been great getting the interviews going. I've been trying for a little while. So it's great uh, to get those chats out there and I definitely think that our listeners have enjoyed it. And if uh, anybody listening does want to be interviewed, then there's always the link in the episode description or hit me up on the socials. Um so going back, I took us a little off track there. Going back to what uh Eight session looks like for you now we've gone from 15 minutes to at minimum 60 minutes what else has
1: changed um definitely using lube i didn't really used to use lube at all um so i'm uncut um and i think it's just because because of the length of time having a bit more lubrication just Make sure that you're not going to rub yourself totally raw. Yep. Um, which you know, after after doing it three or four times in a day, you're always going to be a little bit sore. Your penis is always going to be a bit puffy. But it, you know, as if you can keep that stage off, then you can keep dating for longer. Basically,
0: I think lube also reduces the recovery time. And so, mm. three or four, three or four times on a Thursday without lube often reduces it to one or two times on a Friday instead of another 3
1: Mm-hmm, right, yeah,
0: exactly. How about uh, material? Has that inspirational material, has that changed at all?
1: Uh, yeah, definitely. I'm much more inclined to watch um, people bathing online, so in, um, in videos, not necessarily in um, chat rooms or cam rooms yet, um, I think that's something that I'm working up to uh, doing like in real life that is for some reason less daunting to me than doing it in a camera room. and I'm not sure if that's a reasonable thought I'm not sure if other people share that thought but being for me being I'm very comfortable being with another person in a space and then saying, great let's uh, chill let's have a beer let's bait let's just enjoy ourselves
0: yeah i totally Um, get that i i'm a bit the same i've never really been in an open cam room where there's quite a few guys all camming together but even like a one-on-one cam session is not something that i do a lot um but i think hmm. if that same guy was 10 minutes down the road and said "Do you want to come over i'd happily go over i think it's really interesting i think for me it's a there's nothing to hide when you're actually with someone whereas i think subconsciously we kind of know that things on the internet can easily be not quite what they seem
1: mm, for sure i i've heard as well they've done studies which show that when you are on a zoom call or when you are talking through your computer um on a video call you're more likely to give away more personal information because it doesn't register as like a human interaction in the same way so yeah it it doesn't feel as genuine so as as you say exactly when you're there with a person you can't hide stuff but that's that's the whole point of the community and that's the whole point of it is about saying I, I'm not here to judge you. I'm not here to say this is too big, this is too small. I'm here to just enjoy the time together and to focus on what we both love to do. Uh, yeah,
0: and that's that's exactly what a buddy bait should be all about. Have you introduced or changed any kind of toy usage uh, in these new extended bait sessions?
1: I have introduced a little bit um i've got like a a sleeve that i use i've not quite worked up to spending the money on like a, a flashlight or anything like that yet but i can feel the change coming definitely um really interested to do something like that um i would sort of class in there as well i'm definitely using poppers more um in solo sessions um but also finding out how I enjoy to use them. I think that online, it's very easy to see if you type in poppers, what will come up is a big poppers trainer video. And they're always like, go hard, uh, melt your brain, duh, 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 yeah, which is yeah. fine. There's a place for that. But y- y- that's not the only way to do poppers in the same way that furiously wanking your dick off is not the only way to masturbate.
0: Correct. There's so many variables and yeah, there's definitely online leanings to one end of the spectrum or the other on all sorts of, uh, in all sorts of those aspects. So from what, what about giving us a bit of a rundown from start to finish, I guess, of what a typical bait session would be like for you now i'll try not to interrupt this time
1: <laughs> <laughs> sure no worries so i'd normally start the place i normally like to do it is on my bed i have a very small room at the moment i don't have space for a desk chair i always used to lie down completely flat um and now i sit up which i really enjoy engaged body um you know means i can look at my penis better which is great um normally i'll take my clothes off first i know some people like to rub through the clothing i basically like to get down to it Yep. Um, normally i'll pop some porn on um recently i've really been enjoying listening to just audio stuff so sometimes with the visual stuff Uh, it stops me from actually concentrating on it and enjoying the pleasure in my body. And with the audio, because it's right there, I can listen to it. It feels immediate, but it doesn't distract me from, you know, me baiting and enjoying myself. Yeah. Um so yeah, it will normally go like that. If and sometimes it will get to a certain point. Where I might say, or I, I might hit a video, or I might hear a point, hit a point where I'm like, do you know I could definitely enjoy a little cheeky little hit of pop right now, um, which I'll do with stuff like gooning. I mean, that's a very specific thing, I and mean, it take I think it takes a lot of practice. That's the impression I'm getting. You know, you can you can sort of pretend, you can sort of fake it, but I think that that's sort of something i'm interested in but working towards
0: yeah i think that's that's a depth that does need practice you're right uh, and there are a few mm-hmm. goonies in the facebook group one in particular and you'll know who i'm talking about who continuously encourages me to to get into the gooning but yeah it is a it is a practiced art form i think
1: yeah and that's it's the same as anything you know you have to practice and you have to be consistent about it and the impression I get from looking at videos online any you know any wanker can stick his tongue out and roll his eyes back in his head and say oh look at me I'm gooning you go okay fair enough what are you have you really got to that stage what is that and so it that's that's the moment for me as well where it makes me go okay don't focus on that and them or a pretense or anything come back to you and enjoy that pleasure refocus recenter so generally
0: the that'll go for an hour of kind of edging hitting the poppers occasionally uh, and just scrolling through videos and audio
1: yeah. Scrolling through videos, scrolling through audio, um, having, having a look on Bait World, seeing what's there. Their series of training videos is outstanding. I really have enjoyed watching them, using them as Bait Fuel. Um, and great, obviously, as a, a beginner, as it were. Um, I think a significant difference now that I'm thinking about it is that I am working to make much more sound when I masturbate and also when I make sex make sex have sex i (laughs) obviously i'm really getting into the bait conversation i can't even speak english anymore
0: (laughs) (laughs) so yeah how have you found because i encourage so when i have a bait buddy over their house is completely empty Uh, i have no shared walls with any neighbors and i encourage guys to make noise because a lot don't seem to Um, and I'm not sure whether that's a hangover from being a teenager and making sure mum doesn't know what you're up to or other reasons but how have you found increasing your vocality, that's not a word, Um, has improved or affected your sessions?
1: I can feel the response in my body when I am there silent or being quiet, um, you can can feel the tension and as soon as I say something, as soon as I vocalise, I can feel myself getting harder, I can feel myself getting more into it because I'm, it's like reinforcing your own pleasure and your own appreciation of it and it's so making sound is so visceral it comes right from your gut and when you do it you go yeah yeah no I I am right in there because it's it's a bit like you know if you're um doing anything to anyone any kind of sex act or even non-sexual act and then they're just there silently and you're like is is this good are you having fun whereas when you get that Audio feedback, they go like, Yeah, oh yeah, no, I really enjoy it. And even then saying, Oh yeah, oh yeah, that feels good. Mm. Doesn't that get you going a bit? It <laughs> makes you think, you know, it reminds you of other times that you've heard someone saying, Oh yeah, that feels great.
0: Yeah, and I guess it's it's an actual external acknowledgement of your pleasure as
1: well. Yeah, exactly. Um, and it's a you know, you declare to the world and say, I'm having a brilliant time. I'm really enjoying myself and I really don't care that I'm making lots of noise. That's
0: great. One of my standard kind of questions is about a particularly memorable or noteworthy kind of bait experience that you've had. This, uh, I guess, you, you kind of talked in the survey about discovering new things as we're going along is there anything so far even from your last few months as a acknowledged beta or previous to that anything noteworthy or particularly
1: memorable that you
0: want to chat about
1: i did have i had a really great experience um with a guy who he said you know i i couldn't come he couldn't um, he said, oh, but I can I can let us into this uh, church hall down the road. And he was like, there's going to be no one there. So we set up in this room and we just had a session together, which was really nice because it was just chilled, basically.
0: Yeah. And a little bit naughty, I guess, in the church hall.
1: <sighs> oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely a little bit naughty and lots of conversation of like, well, that, that's an interesting thing. Because there was talk of, you know, when people say like penis is God, worship the penis, those sorts of things. Yeah. Um I think that's something that I'm all of these things I'm engaging with and I'm learning to understand. Um, but it's they're not necessarily things that resonate with me quite yet. In the same way as like I can say, Oh, I'm gooning, but I don't think I'm really there yet. I'm probably won't be there for a while.
0: Yeah, that's a little bit down the track and a little bit deeper again, I guess.
1: Mm, yeah, for sure. Um, but that's absolutely fine. And it's really interesting to understand that and to see where that comes from for people. But, you know, a bit of a bit of fun and a bit of frisson in the church. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent.
0: That's That kind of covers most of what I want to cover. Is there anything else that you had thought of or can think of that you want to chat about?
1: Yeah, I think that. So I am a, a male bodied person. I identify as queer rather than anything else. Um, in the past year, maybe sort of 18 months, I've been thinking about my gender identity. I wasn't sure if, how I identified. Um, but I think particularly because. Um, always being maybe slightly more feminine, especially compared to the people I went to school with. Um, I think I put myself into a box a little bit as a like a a gay femme man, um, then sort of reclassified and thought, well, actually, maybe I feel more gender questioning, which is currently how I sort of identify. Um, But I think that finding this community and engaging with masturbation engaging with uh enjoying my body as it is has opened up a world of access to masculinity and male things that I have never had um I've never really been I've I've had obviously I've had male friends in the past I do have friends who are men Um, obviously uh, resonated much more strongly with gay men, often because of that shared experience, particularly with straight men or very masculine men. um, There's often been a thing of like, I don't really get your deal. They don't really get my deal. That's absolutely fine. Um, So that's what I'm really liking is having this thing of saying, well, okay, it really doesn't matter what the differences are. I've got a penis, you've got a penis let's enjoy our penises, let's masturbate, let's chill out. I'm getting this whole access to an aspect of social masculinity, but also my own masculinity, which uh, is sort of informing my identity and it's it's developing, that's the thing. Um, yeah, has It's it, just really interesting.
0: Has it kind of altered at all the, the direction that your questioning was headed in?
1: I think that it's reaffirming my connection to being a man and being male, because I knew that I wasn't, I didn't think that I was going to say, well, actually, I think that I might be a trans woman. Um, I always felt that the masculinity was going to be there, but it's just making that stronger and allowing me to express myself, that part of my identity and my personality in a different way.
0: Yeah, I think that's really interesting. And obviously, we could go down a whole rabbit hole about the topic of masculinity. But I I think that allowing your body and that commonality between all male-bodied people and being able to express that within the beta community has, I guess aligned you with a a part of masculinity that you didn't think was there before does that make
1: sense i think yeah i guess maybe i thought that it was there but i think it's because you know humans we're such social creatures we can't believe it in ourselves until we need someone to reach out a hand and say I feel this too, or I recognize this in you. I see you and I see your need. And that makes us go, oh, yeah, no, I do, I do have that need. I recognize that. Um, so, yeah.
0: Yeah, that's fantastic. It seems like you are well on the way to enjoying the journey towards being a proper beta so far and getting right into it already which is great to finish up. Are there any words of advice or tips or words of encouragement that you'd like to give anyone who's out there, who finds themselves wanting to to head further down this path or to become more deeply into the beta-ness, the beta life?
1: Definitely. Um remember that it's doing something for you and something for yourself Um, there are so many different ways that you can choose to express yourself sexually through masturbation find what works for you Um, don't be afraid to get out there experience different stuff but also to have the confidence to then say no that's okay i choose this engage with community because that's really the joy of any, anything, but particularly, you know, the baiting community, it's, I found it to be very warm. Yeah, absolutely. Just go (laughs) for it. Enjoy it.
0: That works fine. London Bait Bro, you have introduced yourself as your Bait World profile. Uh, Is that opening up yourself to invitations on that platform?
1: Yeah. Definitely. If anyone is interested and wants to find out more about me, then they can definitely ask me as a friend, get to chatting. I'm really interested to hear about people's experiences and possibly definitely up for meets in real life, probably work up towards some maybe cam stuff if like solo, maybe. Um, but <laughs> right. yeah, if you've got any tips or advice, then yeah. T- tell me flood my inbox.
0: Excellent. Sounds good. And you said earlier that you usually start the day with a session it's morning for you have we have we interrupted your bait space
1: oh no absolutely not i was <laughs> i was thinking the same as you thinking it's okay i'm going to talk about masturbation and then afterwards i'm going to maybe i have one. Oh, but then i've got an hour it's the scheduling the scheduling is really always the scheduling me for me. well thank
0: mm. you so much for taking the time to have a chat uh, and to get involved with proud baiters anonymous and yeah uh hit him up on bait world listeners if you want to have a chat or discuss new beta experiences london bait bro thank you my pleasure
1: thanks for having me Thank <music> you.
0: Thanks for listening to another episode of Proud Betas Anonymous. Don't forget, if you want to get involved in the beta profile book project and interviews, then the link is in the episode description below. If you haven't already hit subscribe, then please do so and give the podcast a rating and review or share with your beta friends. Patreon supporters get these episodes uh, early. So if you'd like to support on the Patreon, then head to patreon.com forward slash Liam Williams. There's plenty of benefits there. Thanks again for listening and happy baiting. Hey, Baiters, just a quick note to let you know I have a new membership set up for the Proud Baiters podcast. If you'd like early access to these episodes, then you can sign up as a member with the link in the episode description. Your support goes a long way to helping Sean and I keep the podcast running and making sure we are doing the work with the beta community
1: to get the word out there. Thanks again for listening and happy baiting.